clown, suck me clown, put it in my mouth. (laughs) Wait, that was kind of, that kind of (laughs) rhymed. Clown mouth. Well, we must. Hi, this is a podcast for children. It's about a carnival. Oh, no. You change that channel right now. Uh Uh-huh. This is the opposite. This is, in fact, Halloweeners, a horror movie. Oh, his mouth is filled with food. A horror movie podcast. (laughs) I'm... No. I'm Kira. I'm Cody. And he's eating. Uh, is that leftover general Sam's chicken? Oh, general Sam, I'm sorry. Fun. Thank you. Grandy cuisine on Grand Avenue in downtown Chicago. Let's talk about this movie. Kind of lost souls. Nineteen sixty-two. Yeah. Turns out there's a mother effing remake in nineteen ninety-eight. Cody starring that guy from Princess Diaries. Really? Yeah. Um, the stylist, like the oh. funny, the oh. comedian, the comedic actor plays a stylist, plays some motherfucker with clown makeup on in this movie, not this movie that we're talking about specifically, but in Carnival of Souls 1998, created by Wes Craven. Hmm. It is billed as a remake. Larry Miller. Yeah. That's the only name in this I recognize. (laughs) Uh, The trailer is terrible. We should watch it later. Absolutely. Why is it called Wes Craven's Carnival of Souls, but he's not the director? Um, Maybe he was just in on that meeting. That's true. What did he have to do? I didn't even look that up. He produced it. Uh, oh, That's yeah. It's oh, gonna be like Yeah, it's, it, it is bad. It is definitely not good. There's a reason... I've never heard of it. We haven't heard of it. Yeah, yep. exactly. Um, but I mean, <laughs> ignoring that one. Should we say the origin of why we know this movie? The DVD I have. Yeah. Oh, it's fun. Yeah, it is fun. So, um, I purchased a what? Would, what could you say? A refurbished DVD? Is that proper terminology? Like you know, used from like a DVD music used etc. Store. Yeah, used DVD. It was just like a mixture of old horror movies that like not even B list, not even B movies, just like maybe. Just kind of lower on the scale, mm-hmm. uh, like really unknown ones. But Carnival of Souls just happened to be on there, and we actually started watching. We started it watching years it. ago, and the pacing was re- not years ago; it was maybe a year ago. And then it turns out it's actually like a legitimate movie. I know because I had never heard of it, and it would yeah. just happen to be the first one that was on this DVD of five shitty movies that Kira got. Yeah, like black and white shitty horror. Right, movies. we were like, how fun. Yeah. But then when we were researching for this podcast and like you know looking at lists of movies and trying to find. From all over time, different time periods and genres, this mm-hmm. one kept popping up, and I was like, "This seems familiar." Yeah, and apparently, it's like a Criterion Collection movie. Like, it's like yeah. a legit, Fantasies. classic, influential movie. Yeah, and I, so got, I never heard of it. And I got it for a dollar. Uh huh. So this time around, we actually watched the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I must say, it was made very convenient by the fact that it was on Amazon Prime. Mm. Thanks, Amazon. <laughs> uh, oh, oh. <laughs> wait, the director of this movie has a very fun name. <laughs> Oh, yeah. What, what's his name, Cody? Herc Harvey. Do you know? And what were his contributions to this film? He's, I don't know. He was the director, he was the writer, and he was the man, the dude who she kept seeing. <gasps> I didn't even know that. I did. Uh, listeners, I'm so sorry. I didn't know. <laughs> Just being upfront, I did no research or anything before this recording besides watching the movie. So you I'm discovering what? things as you're, as you're discovering me. Sometimes just showing up is important. As they teach you in the theater world. But this is my house. Well. You showed up, Kira. Ah! No, oh, no, no. Oh, yeah. So they had a... I, well, you know, it's adorable. It's not adorable. But in 1998, they had... No, not 1998. 1989, they had a reunion. <gasps> that and is cute. And her Carvey wore the same fucking face paint. 
There's a picture. I'll show you. Honey. It's like an old man, but he's wearing the face paint. It's like a picture of all these, like, people in, like, late 80s, like, somewhat nice garb. And, yeah. yeah, like, the big hair. And, like, he's just a dude wearing some white makeup with fucking black circles around his eyes. That's very, like, come to our themed party. And you go all out. <laughs> and you show up and everybody else is like, I wore a pin with the theme on it. What's that thing that person posted when they're like, oh, I went to my adult friend's Halloween party. And, I, like, they're dressed up as Baba Duke and no one else is dressed up as anything. And it's just some person sitting on a couch dressed, like, completely in black. I love like, that. Have you, you not seen it? No. So, as you probably could have imagined, mm-hmm. this was, did not do on the box office right uh-huh. away. Um, but because it was shown on late night TV a lot, it, it like, I guess got some kind of cult mm. following. But I, I literally never heard of this. But I, I guess I don't really, this genre of, like, more of the, I don't want to say shticky, but, like, Close to the B movies, I don't know too much about, but I do find them fun. I would call so this a, a B movie in that its plot is like, she can't stay away from the carnival, and yeah. it's very clearly that the budget was low. Yeah, but I I will say also the fact that it's so short and like so little happens that it still felt kind of long. <laughs> there you go. Long. Even though it was less than an hour and a half. What? Um, oh my god. But I really I did appreciate the. Um, they did what they could with what they had and mm-hmm. what little they yeah. had. And I found the ending pretty effective. Like, the last ten yeah. minutes I thought were a lot of fun. It kind of reminded me of just, like, a very long Are You Afraid of, Are you afraid of the Dark mm. episode. Where, like, it's just is like, ooh, it's a spoopy campfire story. She was dead the whole did. time. It like, did feel like one of those scary stories to tell in the dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a yeah. young woman in a car. <laughs> yeah. And then, I feel like that's how all those stories started. You're like, oh, everyone saw her, but then... She'd been dead the whole time. You know, I live... Like, fun. I, I think now... It's one of those movies where, like, I think going into it, I didn't expect it to... Even though it's obviously a horror movie. Yeah. I Once I, the ending was revealed, and it's revealed that she is in the car, and she's been dead the whole time, it, and I was like, oh, this is fun! So I, I feel like if I watched it again, I would enjoy it more. But I think going into it cold, and, like, not knowing... Because the, like... The energy of it, you're just not sure where it's going to go. Yes. Because it's so, it is so new and it's new to the genre. Like, it's from 1962. There really wasn't too much for them to go off of in terms of, like, this style. Because this is, like, pre-Hitchcock? Uh, it's in the middle it's of it. No, he was, he was, what this is after Psycho. Oh, okay. So it's so, actually right in the middle of it. <laughs> so I take back everything I've ever said on this podcast. So your your takeaway is that she is has been dead the whole time? That's what you... Proceed the ending as? Oh, yeah. I assumed that, um, yeah, oh my god, last dish. Please. I, my, what I thought, I mean, granted, I didn't really, like, sit down too long and think mm. about it, but my idea was that she was, you know, a la Sixth Sense, in a way, yes. she was dead the whole time. Okay. And her, like, being drawn to, like, the pavilion is kind of like her crossing over to the other side, maybe, okay. and, like, they're dragging her to, like, kind of go to maybe... I don't know, like, the underworld, not mm-hmm. underworld, but, like, where dead souls go, because, like, they're kind of dragging her by the end, and, yes. like, going after her, and, Literally. like, she's on the drag her, <laughs> uh, so... And it starts with the drag race. <laughs> you're so right. Go grease landing, you're gonna fall off a bridge. Look out for spooky man's face. <laughs> not my best. That was fun, that he was just like, hi! Yeah, and there was, was a lot of times where the man would just be like... So fun. And you can tell it's just like they're on a shitty soundstage and like with the screen going and he's just like walking up, you know. (laughs) I'm going to kneel next to the window of the driver's seat and just see me, okay? Yeah. And be scared. See me. What did you uh, take the... So... How did you take it? See, yours is much simpler. 
not not to say you're simple. Mama keeps she's a simple one. I I took the ending. So what I took from the ending was that she is in this car crash at the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody else dies. Yeah. She mysteriously lives. Yeah. We think. In the world of the film. Sure. And then, consequently, several times, like, across the course of the movie, she keeps having brushes with these spirits, whether they just appear to her, or she keeps phasing into this weird, like, other world, this, like, alternate dimension where she's in the same place, but nobody can see or hear her. Mm-hmm. Um, and she can't hear them either. Yeah. It's like a... I don't even know how you describe it. It's like... It's a very specific type of... It's like Christmas Carol style. Yes. Like, yes. you're just seeing it. Scrooge, you can't tell your uh, nephew to go fuck himself because he's making fun of you. They can't hear you. They can't see you. Yeah. Just look in the window. Scroogey. So, I took that to mean, like, she had a brush with death mm. and escaped it when she shouldn't have kind of like final destination oh oh and they're like and so it keeps being like but this isn't less like i'm gonna get you it was like we're just gonna kind of like hang around like wait for a chance to pounce and so their way of getting her to pounce is to like come to this carnival and like increasingly psychologically terrorize her so that she ends up going there in a like frazzled state of mind and that way she can see the spirits and be chased around, and then when she, like, dies at the end, seemingly, when she just disappears, that's her being brought into the spirit realm. And oh, okay. Because how does it end? It ends with the car being pulled out again, Yeah, because right? they, in the beginning when, um, should we just go through real quick? Yeah, sure. So, the movie starts off, we have some girlfriends, and they're driving around in a car, and they ran into some dudes, and they get into, like, a car race. It starts immediately. Like, it's I thought there's something wrong with the movie because it starts, all of a sudden, it's like, want to race? Like, that's yeah. the, big, the first, like, you hit play and that's what you see. Abrupt and <laughs> out of sync. Yeah, the sound was, you texted me, you were like, is your sound fucked up on your copy? <laughs> it's like, oh, fuck, this is the wrong movie. This is gonna be some snuff film. And uh, the girl's car uh, goes off the bridge. Yeah. Car goes into the, into the river. Um, and so... There's the, three of them in the car. Yeah. Including three, our main heroine. Yeah. Whose name is... Mary Henry. Mary Henry. Mom... Mary Henry, played by actress Candace Hillgoss. Ooh, I think it's Hillgoss. Is there an I in there? Yep. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. So um, they, uh, they're so the next day. We assume they're looking for the car in the river, and they can't find it. Yeah. But for some reason, Mary and just Mary crawls out of the river. Doesn't say anything. They ask her what's going on. There's no response. Who are you? And she's like, and they're like, what happened to the rest of the people? And she's like, don't know them. Don't. Know I don't you. remember a single goddamn thing. And she I'm gonna goes, leave now. She goes, I don't know. I'm so tired. I just fell out of this car. And so, um, and then basically she ends up going to Salt Lake City. She becomes an organist for a church. Yes, she is already actually heading out there. It, oh, like it seems like it seems like she had the job. Oh, okay. She didn't just be like, wait a second. I'm being organized. You know what? I um, which the the constant interacting with people is why I'm like I don't think she's dead because she kind of lives Romeo. on her life as normal, just with <laughs> some spooky things happening mm. sometimes. So anyway, she goes to Utah, and while driving to the um her new home, mm-hmm. she passes this like weird. She sees this weird structure in the distance yeah it's like a pavilion like yeah a water structure like it's like um it looks like jones beach i was just gonna fucking say cody yeah there's if anyone who's from like long island or new york the jones beach or like robert moses beach like, yeah um it's just like a random so fucking long. building where yeah. shit used to go down i guess at one point in time like things would happen it there. just looks like the several bathhouses yeah like, be like how many penises were sucked in those buildings 
well if that's all they could find <laughs> at the time i hope it was lots oh lots 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 i thought you said lots like the character from um 30 rock mama keeps <laughs> great all right Cinema. so she sees this building <laughs> She sees this building in the distance, and she's like, that is interesting. See? Intrigued. <laughs> I see that, and I'm, hmm, getting the gears a turning. She's just... I am somehow drawn to that building. She just likes structure and architecture. Yes. And that's when she starts seeing this one man. Mm-hmm. He's a ghosty man. Oh, honey. And is he pasty as hell? Ghosty and pasty with big black sunken eye things. Black eyes. What's that called? <laughs> <laughs> you had it. You had all the words there. So she goes to her new house. She's living in, like, it's not a boring house, but she's renting a room. Yeah. I don't know. And just across the course Uh, of the movie, she keeps having run-ins with these spirits. Or, like I said, she'll have moments where she'll be walking, and then all of a sudden things will get a little wavy for a second on the screen. It'll look like she's going underwater. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes, graphics. (laughs) Dive down. And then she can't be seen or heard, nor can she hear people speaking, but she can see them. Yeah. And then she'll just snap out of it when she hears like a bird singing. Don't worry about it. Yeah, the bird's like, you good, bitch? You <laughs> tweet, tweet, you hear? What if it was the same birds? From Look at my box? eyes. Birds, the first ally. <gasps> and the last. And the last. Do you like um, those? <laughs> there's like that. I guess they were the last ally in Bird Box. What's what? That they're I hate, all. I hate they're, fan theories. Uh, what is it? Drones or something? They're all drones. So like when the in government. Bird Box. Sh- no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I mean, I, in like real life. <laughs> so when the government shutdown was happening, they were. I was joking. such a nightmare person. I was like, I in that movie. <laughs> You're like, no, Cody. In the life we're living. <laughs> no, I wish it were just in the movie. No, and uh, like during the government sh- or part of the government, the beginning of the sh- government shutdown, like there were jo- tweets. I don't know if they were genuine. Being like, haven't seen a lot of birds recently. <laughs> Which is a lie. That's so I see dumb. a lot of birds every day. A lot of dumb fucking pigeons. So what what they do? Like just capture all the birds and they were like, let's replace them. No, there were there they're was... just there've always been drones. Oh, I don't know. You think I I've done the research? Cody! <laughs> no, they're all just spying Spend all on night us. looking it up and then the next time I see you you're going to be like the earth is flat. <laughs> and I'm like my eyes are like bleeding. <laughs> Antichrist out of my face. is here. Um, yeah, and they're like it's like well, what do they could they possibly be seeing? If anyone's doing shady shit, it's indoors. So it's not going to be out yeah. in the streets. <laughs> you know, unless you see birds like looking through your window. <laughs> and I would be delighted if I ever saw that. So I'm Just... part of the problem. <laughs> Hi! <laughs> Just do a little strip tease and then the government workers will be like, oh my god, wow, what he's is He's so this? talented. <laughs> and he's an amazing body. <laughs> Thank you. And that's how you'll get your big break. <laughs> he stripped for a bird drone. What movie were we talking about? <laughs> This is our uh, drone Hi, podcast. Hi, welcome. We're very scared. The podcast. I'm <laughs> very scared. The podcast. I'm very cold. Go away. Um, uh, anyway, birds. So birds chirping <laughs> and she's like, weird. Oh, and oh, also she has a now. neighbor who wants to assault, sexually oh, harass her all day. my God. Yes. It so, was so problematic. Holy shit. She's in... <laughs> so like I said, she's renting this room from this um, lady, Mrs. Thomas, oh, played by she... Frances Feist. And how feisty she was. Wow. <clears throat> Yeah. Anyway, um, she kept insisting <laughs> that she take baths. It was very strange. There was a weird... There was some energy. It's just a different time to be alive. And sure. A different time to be a woman. And it was just a very weird experience. The landlord just kept saying... I wrote it down. Because she said it at least twice. Uh, you can take all the baths you want. I'm not one to make fuss about things like that. She like would emphasize... She would like lengthen her vowels like that. Basically, she was like, take uh, as many fucking baths as you want, you beautiful 
you I want a picture of you taking a bath in my house. Yes. Soaking just in bubbles. And you're wet. <laughs> you're soaking in bubbles and you're wet. That is that is sad. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, she really just wanted her to bathe. Maybe she was really smelly. <laughs> she smells so bad. <laughs> she's like, you know what you should do because no, she's dead. <laughs> I'm not worried. Ooh. <laughs> she's like, oh, you know what you should do is take a fucking uh, bath. I'm not going to say anything if you take a thousand baths. Please keep taking baths forever. Just, she's constantly spraying for breeze in the room whenever she walks in. She so has her neighbor. neighbor. <laughs> yeah, her neighbor. It's... <laughs> This is my it's worst so nightmare of a living arrangement. She's living uh, with an old lady who's like, please take baths. And her only mm-hmm. other neighbor in the same building, and she can't escape him because they live together technically. Mm-hmm. And not even like in a, an apartment building kind of way. Like they share a hallway. Yeah. Um, and that's without it. a lock. It's yeah. like a door. Oh my God. Yeah. There's no fucking lock. I assume. There's a chain on her yeah. door. I'm His name is you. John. And he, from the second he sees her, he's fucking rock hard. Like oh, solid wow. as a diamond She's for got her. Blonde hair. She's got b- 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 breasts. He, of course, is from New York City, though. Oh, he's like, hey, Tote, what's it? Hey, yo. He's like, oh, you big words. I just work in a warehouse. I just work in a warehouse, miss. Which, like, hey, don't talk yourself down like that. Yeah, sweetie. And he, because he even was like, I almost went to college. I could have gone to college if they had class on Goyles, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Whoa. I'm pulling my collar, listeners. Right, right. No, Cody's very good at. Sex, finding, you know, speaking to women and really getting their Yes, I was in a production of Guys and Dolls when I was 14. So I'm up on all the vernacular, how to hook a dame. Oh, no. I was the only person, the only speaking role in that show who wasn't given a mic because we didn't have enough mics. And my voice hadn't changed yet. So everybody else is talking around me at normal volume because they have mics. And I'm standing center stage at the edge of the stage going, Oh, Nathan, well, that's funny. But, but, and, but like two octaves oh, above that. Anyway. No, oh no. Thank God you two didn't exist. When you see a guy. <laughs> when you see, see a, a guy. Reaching out for a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Tell her run. <laughs> I was going to say she could sing that about the uh, guy showing up. You know, the yeah. ghost guy. Oh. When you see a guy and he's trying to, you know. Drag you to hell. You can bet that he's doing <laughs> it for, for Satan. Satan. <laughs> Only, only true, true theater. True kids. musical theater kids. That's Crazy not guys all talk on this podcast. <laughs> um, People must be so confused. Yeah, her neighbor. <laughs> the genre of this podcast. Jesus Christ, I'm so sorry. If this is your first episode, run. Now keep listening, no, please. Don't. Yeah, her neighbor keeps being like, "Hey, you want to go out sometime? Hey, wow. Oh, you keep giving me the hot yeah. and the cold. It's, oh, whoa. What's you? a guy supposed to do with a dame like this? Hey, I got, I got a finger. That's more like Mae West, <laughs> like a, a horny man. Hey, you're doing so good, sweetie. Thank you so much. You're playing the part. You're trying. Thanks. Anyway, and, so... But in his... Well, I don't... Yeah, long story on. short, she keeps see, having all these visions and she's drawn to this carnival. She keeps yeah. thinking about this carnival oh, and right. is scared uh-huh. of it, but she wants to go there. Mm-hmm. Uh, she goes there at one point in the daytime. With the priest! Yes. yes. And then the second time she goes there, it's by herself. Yeah. And she's kind of walking around and it's like, it's weird, but not anything anything out of the ordinary. Yeah. And then at the end of the movie, she's like super drawn there, and that's when the ghosties come for her. And they go, "You want to dance, bitch?" Because we do. They just I love this part. Yes, that was fun. It was very um, Anastasia um, flashback. Once upon a December. Uh, <gasps> it was very. Also, I don't know if you've seen this movie, Eraserhead. I actually haven't seen Eraserhead. Okay. It's not very good. I would say oh. it's barely a movie, but oh. it is. <laughs> Some of the scariest images I've ever seen in my life are in the movie. So, like, what? what does that tell you? It's terrifying. Of what? 
Just like, we'll watch it and you'll see. One day. But it's very much that kind of like Lynchian vibe before Lynch was a thing. So I, I could see him watching this movie and be like, I'm going to take this and take a little uh, bit of that. Mm-hmm. It's like the, the faces looking otherworldly and the dancing and the mm. like wrapped up in this like wholesome Americana-ness of like a carnival. Mm. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Um, Interesting. Okay. I loved the entire final sequence. Oh, you mean like when she got there and she was like running through the beach and everything from them? Well, she sees, so she gets there and she sees the, the spirits dancing. And then, yeah, she's running from them on the beach, and she's running under the boardwalk. Okay. And it's when all the ghost faces were, like, popping up and popping out. Ooh, it was very yeah. much like Scooby-Doo, like, slamming doors and going out the wrong doors. And, but it was just, like, they would pop out in weird places, and I was getting, like, chills. It was just creative and fun. Really? Oh. Not, like, spooky, but fun. it was, like, just, like, yeah. what if, like... I just was, like, struck by the fact that this probably cost no money, and you know they didn't get paid much. And they were like, yeah. let's just make a fun, spooky movie. Yeah. And they did. And I like that. Yeah. That, that sounds like I'm it. talking down to them. No. <laughs> but, no. you know what I mean? No, they did you a did really it. great job. I love it. You put on pants, and that's important. You put on some makeup, and that's really big. Yeah. No, but, like, it honestly was a fun time. Yeah. Um, but basically, at the end, she the car is finally discovered in the river, right? Yeah, well, they, like, chase her, and they're, uh... Well, they, they, they like, find can, her yeah. footprints on the sand and the beach, Well, they, and the, like, the spirits, like, converge on her. Yeah. And then it cuts to them being like, wow, we're a policeman, and, yeah, and where like, is she? Her footprints go to here, and then they just stop. Yeah. And there's, like, it's in the middle of the sand. So then, they yeah, they cut to them pulling the car out of the river, and uh, finally, and all three of the girls are there, including Mary! Yeah. And they're like, cool. The end. So you got from that, she's been dead the whole time. Yeah. I got from that she is now dead. <laughs> After escaping death the first time, it finally caught up to her. Either way, sucks. Yeah. But then, honestly, okay, so by the time the end of the movie hit, I my only thing that I was like really annoyed by was that, oh, so this character of her neighbor really served no purpose to the plot, I thought, other than just being kind of a nuisance and like a yeah. physical threat. It kind of feels like they were like, we need to flesh out this story somehow. And also to show that... Because he was so shitty to her mm-hmm. in, like, you know, that creepy guy way. <laughs> and then later in the movie when she's so scared of, like, just being out in the world and she's, like, she wants, like, an escort home from her job and stuff. Oh, she yeah. is, like, willing to even go to him to be like, hey, can you, like, pick me up? Because, like, he's um, been so shitty true. the whole time. And, like, yeah. she's that just, just just to show how scared she is. That's true. Maybe. That, no, but you're, you're right, though, because that is true, like... Well, I don't know. And it's hard to tell because of, unfortunately, the time period. But, like, there are times when she does seem to like hanging right. out with him. And so I it, can't, it is con- confusing. Right. I can't tell if that's because... Because it's always before or after an encounter with the spirits. Like, she has a spooky encounter at night with the spirits. And mm-hmm. the next morning, he comes over with coffee. Mm-hmm. And she's like, and don't mind if I do. And I think she just needed, like, some sort of human interaction, yeah. maybe. Wow, your skin is so not pasty. You want to drink oh, this coffee with me? your eyes... Are not encircled with black. Oh wow! Is that? Hmm. You don't smell like decaying flesh. Wow. You wanna? I don't know. Touch butts. Pour me some coffee. No? That's all. Same. Okay. Um, hey, you wanna go to a diner? Or he takes her to like a club. Later. A bummer. He was just sitting there Ooh. drinking beer, and she was just sitting there listening to the music. Right, and then he like gave her shit for not drinking beer. Right. He gave her shit for stuff like oh yeah, too good for her, beer. Like... I know, but I don't like it. No, oh, no, no. It's not pleasant. No. How fun was it, though? Not fun. 
But um, and one of the earlier scenes when they're first talking in her room when mm-hmm. he comes to bring her coffee, she tells him what she she tells him what she does for a living. And she, so she tells him she's an organist for a church. Yes. And Which he, is a cool, unique profession for a character in a movie. <laughs> so cool. And, like, the organ is so fucking rad and crazy and out of control. Yeah, we've all seen Family Opera Care, we know. <gasps> so fucking cool and rad and out of control. That's your quote <laughs> that they'll put on the side of the theater. Family Opera! Anyway, sorry. Go I know, I love that so much. <laughs> um, but she's discussing it, and he asks her if she's, oh, you're at this church, so uh, are you religious, whatever. And she's right. like, oh, well, I'm not really religious, but, like, it's a job, and, like, I get paid well for it. And he goes, oh. And, like, he's offended by that thought. I forgot how he phrases it, but literally he's, like, so offended that, like, she's not touched by the religious nature of the job, That's but just she's just there for, for money. And, and she's and, like, yeah, she's like, people are shocked when I say that, but it's just a job to me. Yeah, and, like, bitch, oh, I'm sorry, you want me to just work once a week? Okay. I don't know. Because I'm not true. she's hyper-independent. Yeah. Not only in the fact that she has this job, but later in the movie, she, oh yeah, gets kind of like, she literally runs into a psychologist and he's like, help me! And then they have like a ther- <laughs> therapy session. She tells him essentially, basically she says to the therapist or psychologist or whatever the fuck he is, I don't feel a strong connection with people. I feel like I'm just kind of out here on my own, like doing my own thing, which is a pretty cool character trait for a leading woman in the 60s. I didn't catch that. That's pretty... Pretty deep. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I've never really... Fe-. And it's like supposed to be, I think, a little sad because she's like, I've never felt a connection with people. But the movie doesn't really, <gasps> oh. like, punish her or, or, like, judge her for that. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, she's just doing her own thing, making money, trying to live, yeah. not actively seeking a dude. Yeah, single woman. She means, mm-hmm. she, you know... Looking for a nice organ to play. And I'm not talking about the human body organs. I'm talking about the instrument. Uh, the human flute. Mm. I don't know. I'm so sorry. I I taste copper in my mouth. (laughs) You just start bleeding out of your mouth. Pennies are flying out of my mouth. Ah! What are some moments that you found... Did you find any moments particularly spooky or like just kind of fun spooky Um, in that old-fashioned kind of way? All of it was. I mean, anytime she saw, anytime a, a person emerged without makeup on, yeah, to just represent like a ghost, like it's just. I mean, it's just really cool that just the simplicity of that, like pe- audiences in the time are probably like, ah, sweet Christ, yeah. and a cracker, and like you know, especially now in this day and age with all the CGI and stuff, like it's cool just to be like, all right, like like you're saying, it's just kind of like let's just be spoopy and we're gonna crawl in the sand. Um, you know, and attack this woman. So I, th- I think that's fun. They're and them dancing around again. I love that. I love that whole spooky dance hall, you know, vibe. I think that's probably what I'll be when I, if I become a ghost. Mm-hmm. Um, probably. Probably. Mm-hmm. What about you? What, what were your favorite parts? I really liked... There were two separate shots where we saw the spooky man, like, laying in water. Yeah. With his eyes closed. Oh, fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one time he, like, opened his eyes underwater, and then you also saw him rising up yeah, yeah out of the yeah. water. And you also saw a woman rising up out of the water, and I was a little confused as to who she was. This also was, like, part oh. of a dream sequence or, like, something. It was, it was oh, kind of random. Right, 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 right. Um, I thought it was Mary, like, a vision she was having of herself in the water. I might be oh. wrong. Oh, shit, I don't um, know. Because she was soaking wet, so it was hard to tell. Oh, okay. But it was oh. cool. It was spooky. Yeah, fun. Yeah. I, my memory is a little shoddy of uh, specific shots, sure. so cool. Yeah, please, if you have more. I also love the sequence um, when she goes to rehearse in the church, Fun. and she kind of gets like, this is after she, she starts playing like weird, yes. like death Satan music or something. This is like, I would say three quarters of the way through the movie at least, and this is when she's like 
really thinking about the carnival all the time. She's already mm-hmm. been there. The like oh. the spirits are increasingly appearing to her. The deep fried Oreos. Ugh, the funnel cake. Mm, I'm thinking about it too, honey, all the time. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> you can only fake laugh so hard. Huh. <laughs> don't you don't you, listen? You don't owe me any favors. So she goes to practice the organ at the church, uh-huh. and she kind of gets overwhelmed by just a vague spookiness, <laughs> and the music becomes yeah. more. The music that she's playing becomes more and more like dissonant and kooky and carnival esque, and the camera's mm-hmm. swirling mm-hmm. around, and she's imagining the carnival, and there's like mm-hmm. shots of the Jesus stained glass windows. Right, it's very fun. Just, like, Those were fun. Battling, you know, the job she has versus the things she can't stop thinking about, and like mm-hmm. having to remain in these religious boxes, and it fails because the priest comes out and he's like, "What are you doing? That is an instrument of God!" And he fires her. Is that literally why, though? It's like, yeah. So, like, if I went up to a church organ and I started playing, like, you know, "Kiss by a Rose" but from Seal, like, well, no, because that song is holy. It's so good. Oh, honey, holes. Am I right? That makes me horny. Oh no, um, baby! <laughs> I could be your bit of cold in a hole. I would love for like you know like back in the you know when like CDs would skip and like <laughs> yep. Oh yeah. Parts. I would love for it to just skip right there. So it's like I could fuck, I could, I could, I could, I could. Um, <laughs> oh, it's so nice. You know, just, oh, nice. Oh, rhythm. Oh, this organ. Um, but I don't think you would get fired if you just start playing shit. I think it was in the movie, but also okay. I well, know. I don't know. I don't know. I had to ask, ask a Catholic. Are they really in Salt Lake City? Uh, yeah, it was shot in Salt Lake City and uh, and Lawrence, Kansas. Oh, which also that's why in that um, that the second scene when they're tr- they're searching for the car in the river and it's like wow, all these people are terrible actors. That's because it was the locals in Lawrence, Kansas. I love that. I hope they are excited about this movie existing. I know. I hope they were like, especially I I don't know how many of them. I don't know how many movie theaters there were in Lawrence, Kansas in 1962, but I hope, like, they all were like, hell yeah, like, Jim is in it. Know, he I has a line. I hope they play it, you know. That'd be nice. It would be nice. Let us know if you live in Lawrence, Kansas. Baby, can I compare you to Lawrence, Kansas? Oh, so I, but I did love, because especially a la last week when we were talking about people being sneaky. Yeah. Um, so the priest takes her to go to the carnival site at first, because she asks about it. He asks, he like, lets her yes, go with her. Yes, 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 With yes. him somewhere. And she's it's like, when oh, she's she first arrived in town, he's like, give me yeah. take a look around. She's like, I want to go to the carnival. Give me that. Give me that. Give me that carnival. Mm, yeah, popping corn. So she, it's like all closed off, and he's explaining like, oh yeah, it's closed, whatever. Blah 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 blah. blah. The fried Oreos are set on fire, and yep. um, it's all locked up. And she's like, well, let's go through. And he says, oh, I can't really do that. I'm a priest. I really shouldn't like trespass. That'd be against the law. And she goes, oh, okay. Well, I'll go back later. Bitch, don't I know. tell I, people. I noticed that too. <sighs> I just thought it was fun. I'm like, but bitch, just like, come back. She's on like your really. <laughs> she doesn't understand how like priest confidentiality works and she's like yeah. just <laughs> telling him anything and she's like I can he's like I can just tell people that yeah, we're I, not in the confessional or anything I, I heard you you're say just that. telling me things oh you know what I did like that was kind of scary but it was, it was short-lived there was the moment where she was getting her car inspected yes and I they were oh, like, this do you want to stay do you want to yeah. stay in the car do you want to get out she's like no I'll stay and it goes up and I was like that all right alone was creepy she was let she was allowed to sit in it when the car was on the riser which like kind of fun <laughs> kind of fun but they would never do that now so so unsafe. Um, but very vulnerable. And then, like, the car being lowered, and it's like, oh, that's weird. Who's doing the, whoa, yeah. and the camera, you're not like mechanic? Exactly. And the camera, like, sits with her, like, really close mm-hmm. in the car. I gotta say, across the board, the camera work was pretty impressive for, like, such a low-budget movie. They really were, like, they weren't trying to, uh, you know, 
keep it stingy. Like, they were really no. trying to be creative and, like, yeah. really... It was... Some of the shots were really beautiful. There's a lot of... They're, they use handheld when they want to, and mm-hmm. sometimes it's, like, on the tripod or whatever when they want to. They, they change it up depending on the appropriate aesthetic feeling they're trying to derive from the camera at the time period. It's not just a low-budget movie doing yeah. what they can. They have, like, occasionally even dollies, I think, which is, like, impressive. That's, yeah. you know... It's, we're okay. not talking the lamb, honey. No, we're not talking hello. Yeah, that whole final, that sequence leading up to her going to the carnival is good because it starts there and then she ends up in the, like I said, alternate dimension where she can't be seen or heard and she goes to a bus station and she's like, I want to get on the bus and she just sneaks on eventually because I was talking to her and it's just full of those spooky people. That was good. That was fun. They're like, party bus. (laughs) We're going to the Hamptons. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're all just really old people. It's the Jitney. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's literally whatever. You go with the bus and it's filled. It's just coming from the senior center. Whoa! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> no, but we, res- we love and respect our seniors. Yeah. Baby, so. I cannot compare you to a soul. She also ends up back at her psychologist's office and she's talking to him. So fun. And it's fa- she's talking fun. to him and he's in a swivel chair facing away from her. Oh which God. they established earlier the first time she goes there. He's also facing away because he's taking notes. Oh, he turns right. back around. He's like, sorry, I was taking notes. This time, it, it, the chair is turned around again, but you're like, no big deal. I already know he does that. <laughs> but then the, ca- the chair slowly turns around after, she, after she's done talking and it's just the spooky man. And he doesn't, there's no music or sound effect. It's she very just, slow. And then he's just like smiling. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she screams at into the camera. Like that at was us. amazing. That was great. I and did then love it that. Cut to her being asleep in the car, car. that was getting fixed. <gasps> right, 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 right. That was right. cool. That was a cool. You were, that whole sequence was pretty rad. She hops out of the car, abandons her car, and then goes to the carnival and the finale, and that's it. No! Spooky. I, I read, I, I didn't fact check but supposedly I, I couldn't tell this in my version I don't know if maybe you noticed it but, but supposedly there was a different use of uh, different tints in the movie for different moments okay. so like supposedly during um, the scenes of her altered mental state like when she was like where and the Scrooge yeah. moments uh, it was more of a faint a faint cyan tint and for the scenes where she is interacting with other humans uh, it would be more of a pure black and white Interesting. I don't know. Yeah, but I never noticed that. I didn't notice it, but also I'm thinking maybe if you were in a movie theater around this time period and you saw a lot of movies in black and white, mm-hmm. because this is when color was, it, it was about 50-50 split until mm-hmm. like the mid-60s yeah. in terms of like color, black and white. I'm guessing, but I'm, that seems to be the way it was. <laughs> yeah, that's about um, right. So if you it's watched a lot of, exactly, if you watched a lot of black and white movies, I'm guessing you would notice something like that mm, because yeah. your, your eye is trained to that. Whereas we're just like black and white or color. That's all we know. That's all I know. True. And probably our TVs aren't uh, built for it. Like I was that's watching true. it on like off of the PS, like on a DVD off of a PS3 and the screen I used was like an old Samsung. Yeah. And yeah. I'm guessing my Amazon Prime internet stream was not the highest quality. If you have the Criterion Collection one though, probably looks good. Also send us a copy. Yeah. So what did you take away from this movie? Like what do you think it was saying? Like what do you think it was going for? If, if anything. I have some ideas mm-hmm. if you don't. I never have any idea. <laughs> but the fact that it's called Carnival of Souls, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess, I guess like the underlying theme regardless. It's just like you can't escape death. Yeah. And like especially like a la Final Destination. It's like, you know, however you want to look at the ending, um, whether it's more of a, a sixth sense or more of a final destination. Sure. I think regardless, the under the, the thread you could say would be just, uh, uh, you know, 
when the Grim Reaper comes a knocking, uh, just open the door and accept say it. Say hi. Like you're saying. Ah! Just let him in and just say, all right, bitch, you take a seat. Just waving. <laughs> I think the, this quote was in the Bible, so I'm glad I said oh, it. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, Come I on mean, in, bitch, take a seat. To be very honest, I really haven't given it much thought um, just beyond, uh, you know, oh, spooky times. So what I got from it was, it kind of, I actually like the interpretation, and that's probably what it's going for. Um, the name Carnival of Souls kind of makes it sound like it's a place where the souls go. Ah, 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 yeah, it is, where they congregate and yep. hang out and, uh, you know, uh, throw darts. Um, but I thought it was also kind of about, like, self-imposed isolation, maybe, because she talks about, like, not being part of the world yeah. and, like, just kind of holing up in her room and stuff, which is, like, it's a very of-its-time message. Um, the dangers of, you know, not going out on the town and, like, meeting a man. Mm, um, yeah. But maybe not. True. Um, I, I also kind of got this feeling that, <laughs> like, her attraction to the spooky carnival, mm-hmm. even though she's scared of it and she keeps having these signs being like, you should be scared of it. Mm-hmm. But she still wants to go there. She has like, this, you know, perverse, perverse attraction to it. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminded me of, like, how we watch scary movies. That mm. we're like, I'm scared of it. And I'm going to be scared of it. But, like... Hit play. I can't wait. Yeah. yeah. Cute. So I just like that on like a meta level. It's it's really funny how like it just kind of as I was watching it, I was like, okay, fine. But upon completion, it's kind of cute. It's not. It's It was a it's fun cute, time. You know I, mean. I yeah. had fun with it's it and I, admire, I really admired it. Also, you could say, I don't know if there's anything you could say here. I'm lying. But there was a moment when she's looking in the mirror mm-hmm. and the yeah. uh, the neighbor is standing behind her and she looks in the mirror and it's the gentleman. It's the it's the man. Yeah, he's her. like kissing her neck and then it cuts to like her perspective and it's the spooky man. And then John Lennon's oh! like actually across the room. That was, that was cool. Yeah. That was scary. Do you think that had any connection? Like any relations? since uh, like, oh, perhaps like... Um, he, uh, the ghost represents um, toxic men. Fear of sexuality. Yeah. Y- yeah oh, maybe. Know. It's like, that come, kind of... get the, yeah. Right, but, th- but then if we're tying that into, like, the idea of it's about, like, fear, like, avoiding self-isolation, then having the spooky spirit, like, kissing her would seem to be like, no, this is something you should be avoiding. Good job avoiding it. I don't know. Maybe I'm lying. <laughs> Let us know what you I think. I bored her to death. No, no. I just can't. Can only think so hard on a Friday. I understand. So that was Carnival of Souls. And Thank you for joining us. Howdy. Am I glad that I... No, I can't even think of a pun. I was going to talk something about the carnival. I can't think of it. Get off the merry-go-round, Kira. It's time to go home. Did you ever have uh, carnivals in your mall parking lot? In the church parking lot, thank you. Oh my god! Oh, we had there were churches who did on Long Island, but the mall did it near me, and uh, you know, you may get stabbed. Yeah, looking but it's back, part of the fun. those machines were mm, mm, this close to falling apart. <laughs> the thrill, also the like spookiness. <laughs> the, real, the real thrill. On it. <laughs> um, iconic. Well, speaking of iconic, uh, there were some people who posted mm-hmm. the word orange. Right, and like we. So, we asked you to in the episode on Cam. We demanded. Yes. We didn't. If you'll recall. It's not, not necessary. If you'll recall, we asked you if, if you were going to rate, review, subscri- subscribe. That's what you're supposed to say, right? That's what podcasts say? Rate, review, and subscribe. Sure. Right. Yeah. Um, but if you're going to leave us a review, which we'd love if you did, Maybe that right. week we asked you to write the word orange because it was related to the movie Cam. And some people did that. Thank you. <laughs> 
On Apple Podcasts, we got reviews from Joseph0321 exclamation point and JP811, who both said orange and <gasps> left us some other nice words. But thank you for following the instructions. <laughs> they said orange and then they said your exact address <laughs> <laughs> and your social security number and you panicked. But I was so excited because they're listening to me. <laughs> On Instagram, at possum.fiend um, commented with um, amazing. Thank you. And I was like a little secret, little secret code word. So we see that shit. We see it. So your we task you. for reviews this week, if you're going to leave us a review for five stars, oh, yeah. is going to be to write coffee. You're going to write the word coffee when you leave us a review. Because if you saw this movie, you'll understand why. It's a per- it's a, it's important. <laughs> I mean, it's not like important, but it happens. It happens. It's prevalent. Well, because what else are you going to drink when you're a single uh, woman in 1962 living please. alone? Drink milk? Co- <laughs> have coffee at p- 8 p.m., honey. Please. Please! Great. Yeah, uh, just so if you were going to... So these are your instructions. Rate, yes. review, subscribe. And when you review and leave a comment, write in the word coffee. And we will say your name. And if you've already left us a review on Apple Podcasts, thank you so much. Yeah. If you'd like, you could also leave one on... Stitcher or SoundCloud. I'm just saying. Oh, I'm sorry. There's options. Oh, I'm sorry. Were those? Was that alliteration? Stitcher or SoundCloud. Yeah, for sure. Kind of. Anyway. Amazing. <laughs> so this has been Halloweeners, a horror movie podcast. You can follow us at Halloweeners Pod. Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at HeyKiraHey. You can follow me, Cody, at CodyMonster91. Check me out on Twitter. I'm doing all sorts of movie stuff lately. Or on Letterboxd. Yeah. Uh, follow uh, Leah Pat- Patterson. Does, what did I say? <laughs> follow Leah. Follow Leah Patterson, who does our artwork. You can follow them at a tender witch on Instagram. And follow Apre Pompey. He does our music. Follow him at Apre Pompey on Twitter and Instagram. Just like do it, yeah! Oh, dun 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 dun. Get the popcorn. Ride the gravitron. That Ferris wheel. Vomit in my shoe. Bye. Just carnival stuff. Oh, 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 oh,